yeah. And it worked as soon as you you invited me to the call. But we moved, we moved. We were at um, uh, Dr. Chima Anya gonna release some new material. Yeah. Fire emoji and everything. Dr. Chima, speak on it. Yeah, it's soon too, man. It's soon too. It's uh, so it's the sequel to Soon, which was the f- the first Soon came out at the beginning of the pandemic, right? And when I was like, I, I wanted to g- get like give a message of hope, you know. I- what happened? Everybody's crashed on me. Everybody's frozen. All right, let me go right to Wi-Fi and see what happens. Um, that's where the concept of soon comes from. I love, so, sorry, 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 I froze. So I probably didn't connect get any of that. All I heard was, and that's where the concept of soon comes from. <laughs> so, oh, damn, I heard it all, but okay. Uh, and, it, and, it, and it was beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, nah, so it's the sequel to the first soon. Um, you know, the first one was at the beginning of the pandemic. The second soon is at the end of the pandemic. And I had a lot of fun recreating the, so I made the, the video for the first soon. And a lot of that was, was I realized a lot in my job, a lot of the time, all I'm doing is saying to people, I don't worry, whatever symptoms you, 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 you've got, they're going to pass soon. You know what I mean? Uh... So, so, so that was the concept for the first video where I was seeing people in, in clinic and then, um, you know, they tell me their stories and I'll just be like, okay, like, it's cool, don't worry, it's gonna be cool soon. Uh, and then, so we remade the video, the second video, like um, basically pl- uh, playing with that concept again. But obviously now, because it's post corona, some of the consultations are, they look a bit different, shall we say, you know what I'm saying? So it's got references to that. And yeah, it's just funny, like, like it's the funniest video I've ever made. You know what I'm saying? It's like a laugh out loud funny. Um, so yeah, I'm happy with it. I messed up though, because uh, I did it with my new camera and I didn't really um, know how to use it and I still don't really know how to use it. And uh, I set it to, um, I set the white balance to cloudy because I thought I was being slick because it was a cloudy day. Oh my days. The automatic, image, bro. Always the, the, the image that came out was just dreadful. So I had to do some crazy, crazy stuff to try and save it. So it does look a bit crazy near the end, but fuck it, man. It just adds artistic. Exactly. It adds to the charisma, man. So <laughs> having God shit. So so it is what it is, man. It's what it is. I'm I'm super happy. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to share this video. And um yeah, premiering it on uh, uh on, on YouTube 7 p.m. So it's gonna be fun. 7 p.m. tonight, you guys. So if you've not already passed 7 p.m. wherever you are in the world, 7 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time over here in England. So that's 11 o'clock in the morning for you Pacific Coasters out there getting ready to go surf from coast to coast. Check out my man. Shit! And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, man. I was hoping that we might be able to duel it up duel it up for you but um i know the tune core police are in full effect they arrested motherfuckers for playing this shit so i want to go back to doing live streaming and stuff so i'm gonna have to figure out a way that we can maneuver around this music stuff but um 
it'll happen. It'll happen. We'll figure it out. They might just say mute, you know, mute that section of the pod. Maybe it'll be a point where hopefully we just set up like a Patreon or something and then people can just pay to watch that part. And um, then y'all can help us finance some of these music videos and other projects that we're trying to do. Mr. Uwe is all on the zooming in on food. Dr. Chima is over there fucking singing and talking about vaccines and making music for y'all. And I'm over here just acting a fucking fool and drinking fucking brandy. So that's what's up. And he's got a child on the way, just like that part of the song said, I got a baby on the way. So you got to send us your money. <laughs> Help us out, man. Cash app us at V3TV, pound sign V3TV UK, I think it is. Um, so, Nappies aren't cheap, man. Nappies aren't cheap. Uh, that's why I was like, you pregnant? Nah, I ain't doing it. Say that for rich doctors and fucking food critics like Uwe and shit. <laughs> These are good people. We need to have good people, not mentally unstable people like me fucking raising children in the world. They end up supporting Trump and shooting up shit. So um, what are we going to go into first, man? I don't know if we're going to talk about this Rihanna or should we go with Joe Rogan? We should start with something light. Talk about Rihanna being pregnant, ASAP Rocky. Um, guys, if you didn't know out there in TV land, or podcast land, or internet land or whatever land you're in your favorite singer from wait where's she from again I'm, I'm blanking Barbados the islands yes Barbados that's where it was um three months pregnant three months pregnant her and ASAP Rocky um I say three months I think that's a lie I think the three is sticking in my head is because she's 33 she don't like no three months pregnant but she's showing a little bit of a bump showing a little bit of a bump so um I think, imagine being the child of of two musicians, man, especially like good ones. That kid's got to grow up with some music in their bones, don't you think? Nobody thinks? Ain't nobody got shit to say? Naz look like he's frozen? I ain't paying attention. I'm here. Uh, I I mean, like, where where do we begin? I mean, if they own their royalties, then that kid is caking. That's for sure. I think he's caking Uh, anyway. I mean, come on. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking Rihanna, my, my, she's, she's the breadwinner in that family. She wears yeah, the yeah, true. Isn't she a billionaire now? Yeah, she's worth some money. That Fen, Fenty, yeah, Fenty's put her on. I think that's the way forward. It seems like <laughs> product placement. Get popping, <laughs> and then make a product. Fuck the music. That's side shit. That's the that's the doorway into the billions. Mm, think, that's why we've got GP here. Stroke MC, not MC Stroke GP. GPs don't make billions, bro. GPs don't make billions, bro. But um, now my favorite okay. thing about <laughs> my favorite my favorite thing about this whole Rihanna thing is the Drake memes. Have you seen the Drake yeah. memes? <laughs> oh shit! Drake is cussing right now. Drake is probably teaming up with Pusha T for this record. Drake, poor Drake. I don't feel sorry for Drake. Sorry, now as you were saying before, I so rudely interrupted you with a Drake drop. No, no, no. I was just saying that uh, Drake is probably teaming up with Pusha T to create a disc record for for uh, ASAP. You know, he he stole his baby mom's. What's the point at this at this point? It's almost like Kanye and his Pete Davidson has you know incurable diseases and stuff 
<laughs> Why would you bother? You lost, bruh. It's over. It's a wrap. You lost. Now what? What do you do? Man, Drake, man. Have you seen the one where they, they have the uh, little African kids who looks angry all the time? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, Side eye. <laughs> and the caption is, I'm happy for you. Uh, uh, and then, uh, wish you all the best. But he's looking really angry. And then at the bottom, there's another one and it just says, nice. <laughs> that shit made me laugh so much, bro. <laughs> you know, like, 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 what you talking about, Willis? That kind of face, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, like, yeah, like the school photos, right? School yeah. photos. Because, like, you know, Drake's so fake. Drake's so fake that he would, like, come out and say some slimy shit. But really, underneath it, he's really seething. You know what I mean? Oh, man. I mean, is, is yeah. He, is he, he, I feel like, is Drake going to be lonely forever at this, at this point? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like. Alone in a room full of people. That's I think it's sad. hard. I mean, where do you go from? I mean, there's, there's, I, I don't know. Like when having lived there and seeing people move. I mean, that community is really small, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't just date anybody, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's like, where do you go? Like Rihanna went from like Chris Brown to. You know, she she messed with Travis Scott for a minute. What about five so odd years ago? It was about 2015 or something like that. Oh, I didn't know they were together. Yeah, for like a hot minute. Um, so it's like you have to keep it within that community. You know, that's why that's why Drake pours hot sauce in his condoms. He's like, I ain't messing with you for real, for real. I'm just out here looking up. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. Like the whole persona that he's cultivated for himself even his even his look like now i i i watched like a one hour long video of have you seen this youtuber called fd signifier or some shit like that mm -hmm. i watched a one one hour video of this guy talking about like what drake the death of hip-hop oh drake and the death of hip-hop yeah 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 and to be fair to this guy he went into detail I mean, if you want to know some, all of the history of what's been going on, I think he he's an avid hip hop listener. He went through, you know, from the beginning of Drake's career to the beef with, uh, you know, Meek Mill and all this stuff, and just, you know, as a as a character analysis of Drake, it was really in like interesting to watch and really worrying it was really worrying for me for drake you know what i'm saying i was like damn Why? this is because it's like he he's trapped now in in this like persona that he's created for himself forever well like, the, the memes worked in his favor when he was dissing for example meek mill and he was almost winning these battles via memes. And now the meme has come back to bite his ass. Well, exactly. Exactly. And and mm. to all intents and purposes, he did win that battle with Meek Mill. He did. With memes. He, huh? With memes. Well, with memes. Well, no. Back to Back was kind of, you know, mm. that that was the song that did well. It's all in that video. If you, it's, It sounds weird as something to, to recommend. But, like, it, it was, it's, it, it is interesting, you know, um, charting his 
you know, he, he plotted his success and, and the things that he's done. And, um, he, you know, his, his final point was that Drake, Drake is our fault. We as hip hop, he, he, he was saying that um, the, the tastemakers, they just took the money and turned that their, their, their turn to the side. And now that's why hip hop is, is, is how it is. And Drake is what we, we have as a result. I mean, I didn't agree with everything that the guy said, but it was an interesting um, take. And it was interesting just seeing all the like elements of Drake over the years, how he went from the like awkward child actor who wasn't really part of hip hop really you know he was on funk flex reading off his blackberry you know what i'm saying to like now this it's still fake he's still fake he's still got this bravado yeah 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 so yeah it's really great it shows like old um like interviews where he's talking and you know seeming really feeble and like weak and so like you can see how this new version of him where he's like he's been to the gym and put on weight it's it's just hiding mad insecurities you know what i'm saying maybe um, it's the evolution though i mean i wasn't always as gym savvy as i am now i mean i'm almost 50 so i'm like trying to just maintain some, some shit for these young ladies now but you know i'm trying to look good but maybe you know drake's evolved maybe he's you know it's, you don't think he's no nah, he's not evolved in a, in a good way not not in like like i know what you mean I know what you mean. Just, like, if, it's, if this interests you, check out the video and, and see what you say. I'm not articulating it very well at the moment. But, I mean, just, you know, the whole thing with... Um, the, the whole situation with him and Rihanna as well, that was just... You know, he went on a fucking award show. You, you all saw that, right? When he went on that award show and professed his love for her. You know what I mean? And she was like, this was like like the worst thing that ever happened to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, like she got beat up by Chris Brown. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> <laughs> and that's not us making light of domestic violence. But, you know, so come on, like, nah, bro. Like, and then you get stories, probably stories that Drake made up himself, to be honest, like this hot sauce condom situation. I don't think he's involved at all. You listen to his bars, you listen, you see the interviews, he shows some, so that was an earlier interview he showed. He shows some later interviews where he's like completely fronting. He talks about uh, Drake's relationship with black people as well and how Drake um, um, feels like black people don't show him enough love. You know what I'm saying? Like when he was voted billboard artist of the century or whatever the fuck it was, he was like, oh, how come no one's celebrating that a black artist has got this? You know what I'm saying? And like feeling like black people owe him something. You know what I'm saying? So Drake is a African, bro. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here to say, I mean, Chima's darker skin than Drake. You know what I'm saying? So if True, actually, anything yeah. lighter than Chima, man, you <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm just talking. I'm just being stupid, you know, because that's just what I do. But yeah, don't don't make him feel not welcome in the in the culture, bro. Don't oh, do that. Course. Yeah, I'm sure that's he's worried about me and shit. He's like, oh, this guy. <laughs> no, he, no, but he is though. He is. And in his raps, you can hear it. He's like, sometimes I look at the comments. I try and see the person behind the comment. It's usually someone who's who's lonely and needs someone to lash out and make someone feel their pain. Those are his actual lyrics on the track. You know what I'm saying? Bro, his life must be so hard. I mean, seriously. <laughs> seriously, I know we make, we make light, but like, look at it like 
in its totality. Yeah, like, yeah of course. Imagine you're Drake. Let's just imagine we're all Drake for the next two minutes that I just ramble on about absolute bullshit. So what we're doing right now would be viewed firstly by millions of people, right? Not like a couple hundred or maybe a thousand or so to a couple thousand people. Millions of people are listening to every word you say every single day, all day. Everything you say is being scrutinized. And that's just on this platform right here. Now imagine you get into your car, you hop into your TT or your Lexus or whatever. You hop into your shit and you just go into the store. You can't do that. That's done. That's a wrap. That's not happening anymore. You can't do that anymore. So imagine you're trying to go out. You and your lady, she's 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 newly got her little bun in the oven, or you just got married. Y'all trying to go out to have a little Italian, a little nightlife. You can't do that shit no more. You can't, yeah, but- you can't do certain things anymore. And the way you interact with people completely changes. And they got you putting hot sauce and condoms, motherfucking, on the, on the internet, getting draked out by motherfucking dudes in 12-day-old Gucci headbands and shit. Speak. Nah, sorry. <laughs> I mean, what did Uncle Ben say to Peter Parker? With great power comes great responsibility, man. Right, yeah. <laughs> so if he's got, you know... The you know if you wanted the fame or you wanted to be in the public eye, which he seems like he's just searching for validation, then you're gonna you know you're gonna have to put up with all of the shit that comes with it. Um, and mm-hmm. you know going through the comments at that status that you're at, like why should that even matter? Why should it bother you? Because um, he's human. It's gonna bother you. You care. You care at the root. You care what people think. You know you uh, fucking do. Even yeah, I say, but- fuck with that motherfucker, say motherfucker, and then I'd be like, damn. <laughs> it got me fucked up, bro. I'm all in my feelings about it the whole rest of the night. Now imagine that Drake, like, times a thousand, bro. Times a, times a, mi- a million. He times million. He times, times a trillion. He cares, because he's been there for a minute. It's not like you've had a chance to go through life. Think about it like this. You, you, you go through life. I don't know messed around and moved my mic you go through life and now you're famous right you're famous at 40 years old we'll say 35 whatever it's not the same as being famous from 20 to 35 you start being famous at 20 and you've been in the zone for 15 years that's fucking hardcore just imagine when you were 20 and the shit you was doing Bro, I would have, I would have fallen apart. You can't handle that. No one can. That's fame is not. We're not. That's not normal for humans. Like mm. seriously, if you really think about it in its mm. totality, we're not designed for taking like these heroic doses of fucking celebrityism. We're not. That's mm. that's so crazy how these people live. It's definitely over-centralized, isn't it? I mean, we we. Uh... We need to have some balance and order in there, but I mean the press and you know that you know the celebrities are in bed together anyway. Like you know, I'm sure they like working together. In if they if they've got good relationship relationships, and if not, then obviously that is trying to be pinned on them at any given moment. So in that respect, on the latter point, you know, it's, I'm sure it's stressful, but 
Just live a good, clean life, man. You've got nothing else to worry about. Bro, fuck no, that. Right. Will Smith, no, no, he's Will right. No. Lived a good, clean life. And look nah, Will Smith did not live a good, clean life. On the surface, what we saw... Was no, but no friend in like genuinely live a good, clean life. That's what exactly. I mean. Then you've got nothing to worry about. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, yeah. Nobody. Denzel. He's the only person that I know of that I can think That's of. That's it. Off the That's rip. it. Denzel's my <laughs> hero. Denzel. And he's not going to have any scandal now, is he? Well, who knows? Bill Cosby had no scandal until he was like 70-some-odd years old. And then we was like, damn, Dr. Huxtable, you fucking up. And he's just public persona ruined forever. So I don't know, man. We'll see what happens with that. Can I, can I end on a quote that someone's dropped for Drake? Yeah. We're going to move on topics. He goes, Drake going to drop some bars like, a woman of my dreams having a baby and I ain't responsible. When that shit get rocky, I hope she hit my line as soon as possible. Uh, like, <laughs> bars. <laughs> oh, shit. Where's the bars. fired button, man? His ghostwriter is trigger happy on Twitter. Bars, sure. bars, 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 bars. <laughs> drove, drove to Rihanna's house to cry outside the gate and Drake was already here. What the fuck? <laughs> and then someone said Drake is about to drop Marvin's house. Oh, oh shit! What a it went from Marvin's yo Marvin's room. Marvin's room is one of my favorite songs. Full stop, bro. I love that song. I'm not gonna lie to you. That yeah. song is is it embodies the pettiness of of like relationship beef. So amazing! It's so amazing. Like I gotta give him his props for that, man. Or articulating it so well, yeah. I'm just saying you could do better. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> if only I could just intercept and be like, nah, bro, just go to the gym, sweat out, find a hobby, just do everything but give this energy. Bro, life is so different for them. It's, it's, you can't go back. I think, I think we really understood it, or at least I really understood it. When my man, Emin oh, that's a, that's a bar as well. I know you still think about the what the, the thing we had, or whatever he says. That's a lyric. Imagine saying to a girl, I know you still think about me. Ego, ego, fuck, fuck that nigga that you think you love. You think you love him, you don't really love him, you just think you love him. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to visit some Drake, man. I never really. I bro, bro, that song. Listen to that song. Listen, I, that I, song I, is incredible. I favorited it, so I'm. I'm. A, it's in my list, so it'll just pop up one day when the top's down. I'm, what the fuck is this? And I'll be like, oh, okay, I remember this shit. So I'm. I'm down. Bro. I'm down. Boone's gonna be driving. Randomly pulls up on a traffic light in Brixton, and uh, boom, <laughs> comes out. Marvin. Sometimes that, that defines your car, man. That moment when you bump in some, some dope shit and the people on the sidewalk are feeling your shit, man. That's, let's see what happens. Yeah, maybe the gentrified section of Brixton. <laughs> <laughs> so, but. speaking of Spotify music and controversy, let's just go on ahead and get this Joe Rogan shit out the way. So, um, I don't have a transition. Fuck a transition. So, the Joe Rogan experience is Spotify's highest rated show. You've not heard about it or at least know about it. That's what's up. Uh, he's seen about 10 million people or listeners, I guess, um, per episode. And I think he does, 
My man does like four or five apps a week. Bro, I think that's downloads. You know that. It's not even just streams. It's downloads. Yeah. Big guy, no joke. Yeah. Like, my man is definitely the podcast king. Um, Shouts to Joe Rogan. Regardless of what you think or feel about him, his show is dog walking shit across the fucking board. And I love it. I love that he has created um, something that lets the world know that the kind of stuff that we do is valid and it can get you to the other side of the mountain, if you, if you will. Um, but Joe's pissed some people off. He's pissed some people off. People are unhappy. He's spreading misinformation about COVID. And um, who was it? Neil Young was like, nah, take my shit off. Now, I'm confused by this. I and mean, I'll go back. Let me, let me revisit that. He took his shit off uh, Spotify, then followed by Joni Mitchell, also in her 70s. Joni uh, Mitchell never lies. Yanked her shit off. And now Taylor Swift fans are calling for the pop star. I think she's in her early 30s to take her shit off of Spotify as well. To stand in solidarity <laughs> with Neil Young and Miss Mitchell. Um, you know who else? Um, I don't know who Graham Nash is, but Graham Nash is asked to have taken his um, music off as well as India Re. We know India Re. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was gonna get to that one, but you're reading ahead. Sorry. Because you're a smart guy. Um, India Ari is pissed off because of the Jordan Peterson interview. And I was, I've read, I haven't heard the whole, listen to that whole interview yet, but I was reading about what they were saying. And I was like, God, I, this has to be taken out of context. But I'm like, it's probably not. But I, get, but I'm like, I get, I understand where they're trying to come from, or at least Joe was. Bro, you you are such a loyal fan, man. Just like, like no, not even. But uh, let me finish. I was just like, bro, you can't even just pretend to even understand. So, yeah, you know, it's it's got a major. I think this this has major implications for major platforms. Let's just say um, the same thing has happened. What was it Cardi B sued this this woman? I can't think of her name. Off is it Tasha K? Is that her name? Um, for spreading some some false shit on her YouTube, and she was like, "Take it down." But homegirl was like, "Nah, I ain't taking shit down." And Cardi B sued her in court and won for like millions, right? So you <laughs> can't get away with shit anymore. And now when you have, I like when we have major people battling shit out, right? I like when we have the likes of I. I I hate to say that Joni Mitchell and Neil Young aren't major because they are, but they were more major 40 years ago. They're big names, but they're not major. It's like Paul McCartney's a big name, but he's not major. Taylor Swift is major, right? Um, Taylor Smith, uh, Taylor Smith, Taylor Swift is a big deal. So if she were to jump into this foray, if she were to say, take my stuff down, I think it's going to have far greater reach and far greater implications than Joni Mitchell and Neil Young combined, which by the way, his shit is still on Spotify. I was listening to his music while I was prepping for the show. So I'm confused because his stuff's still up there. So maybe, maybe it's for one specific region that he's taken it off. The finer details are probably not on Spotify entirely. Who knows? I don't even know. 
I don't even know. So where do we go from here? Do we now, are we now censoring everybody? I mean, it's, it's a not, podcast. It's not about censoring though. I don't think it's about censoring. No one oh. is asking. Right. Okay. Well, let me, let me, let me finish this up real quick. So yeah. we were going to do what they're going to do now is put a, some sort of like a warning label at the beginning. Um, there might be information here that might be blah, 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 whatever, because it's related to COVID. Um, and that's where they are now. It's kind of like the old parental advisory labels that they used to put on music when the PMRC came out and, you know, they didn't like people rapping and saying shit fuck and whatever else. Um, I don't really know. I don't really know what else to say about it. I don't. I don't know. I don't really know what else to say about it. Doctor Chima, I know you're you're chomping at the bit to say something to speak. What do you got? Nah, not really. Um, because we sort of spoke about this the other the other day, didn't we? Like, yeah, we did, but it hadn't really <laughs> developed yet, you know. So now, you know, shares drop and you know, share, shares rebound, but we're talking like major implications now. You know, Taylor Swift has 53 some odd million followers. You know, hmm. Spotify is... She's not going to take her music off there. No, get the fuck out of here. She's never going to do that. No. Just the I hate when people get involved, like random fans be like, hey, why don't you cut your income in protest <laughs> and solidarity? And the thing like, is, the thing is... She's not even a COVID advocate. Yeah, no, no. If she was smart, she would do it. If she was smart, she... They should have asked Drake. He would have done it. Why would she be smart to do it? Because, bro, and what this Neil Young situation has shown us is that standing for something is way more valuable than letting some shit fucking slide. You know what I mean? Like, you get the quick win. Yeah, you'll get your measly Spotify dollars for this year. But ultimately, standing for something, it's ignited all of his fans. Exactly. That's where I, I agree with you. I, I, I got Neil's back on that. And I, that's why I said it's good to see these heavy hitters going at it. Because it's different if my little group is pissed off, right? My mm. group's pissed off. And I've got, you know, 8 million followers or not even. I got a million followers and we're pissed off. 100,000 followers and we're pissed off. My group's outraged because of something you said on your podcast. That don't mean shit so many people outside of that million followers neil young joni mitchell tens of millions of followers right and they've got a name behind them so it means more if they're attacking versus me attacking and saying i'm never gonna listen to spotify again and my million followers aren't gonna listen to spotify either but where there's money being made and money being lost it has a greater impact i think yeah, I feel like this is an opportunity to shape the future of um, of like streaming services and you know people like hasn't Taylor gone to bat with Spotify before? Anyway, didn't she have some sort of issue? She like re-recorded her whole shit. Yeah, she re-recorded her own shit, but I think that was more to do with her record label. In the label, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, you know, I think you know, fans love to support, right? Fans, fans love to support, and I feel like because of the momentum this whole thing has gathered now. If I was an artist who had a massive platform, then yes, okay, you might take a little a little hit, right? If you take your music off there, 
but the, 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 the rewards for A, standing for something and trying to move the conversation on, they'll come back at you like 10, 15 times fold compared to like what Spotify actually pays you. And you know what, what this, the main thing this has made me realize is the sound quality on Spotify. I don't know if this is just coincidental with the fact that I've started like spending more time mixing music, but the sound quality on Spotify, you can really, really tell that it's it's it doesn't sound as good as some of the other streaming platforms, you know. No, hmm. there is a normalized functionality which I've actually got turned on because I remember I used to play music in the office and it's just been like really loud, really quiet, really loud. And then I think that may have that plays a part to it, but totally agree. Quality is whack, but I didn't know it was worse than other uh, streaming platforms. I just thought anything on the net was poor quality. No, I mean other platforms. <clears throat> titles are. Yeah, Tidal's always made a big deal about it. And Apple, I think now as well, um, are doing it. So, no, yeah, I think it's really interesting. It's gone further than I thought it would go. And I'm happy about that. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy. And I, I, I see Spotify came out and they made a, a comment. And I saw, I saw Joe Rogan made a comment as well, but I didn't see it. Did you see what he said? Did. Well, I saw um, what he had to say. And it's clearly you know, shaking him up a little bit because he's changing the strategy to his shows a little bit, to be honest with you. So not only are they having that advisory bit or uh, saying that this has got COVID-related topics uh, and, you know, fact-check them or whatever the, the, um, the statement is, but he's also like, oh, maybe I should um, not be so one-sided in my interviews and I should have experts, uh, you know, Contrary to that thought that I've just interviewed uh, um, someone for, so like, you know, against and for whatever the topic is to balance out the narrative of what he's trying to push out. Uh, and I think that's like him, he it went from him being quite selective of who he has on and what he touches. He goes against the status quo in it. And that's what he's well, that's been what he about. I mean, that's yeah, a, but now he's trying to change that. So I'm just thinking, well, what are you doing? Shit. I think you're going to see an advisory label and you're going to see a bit more balance. And that's what that's all you're going to see. Here's the clip that he did for the show. Ooh, friends, I wanted to make a video to address some of the controversy that's been going on over the past few days. And first of all, to say thank you to everyone that sent love and support. I truly, truly appreciate it. And it's been very nice to hear from you. I wanted to make this video, first of all, because I think there's a lot of people that have a distorted perception of what I do, maybe based on sound bites or based on headlines of articles that are disparaging. Um, the podcast has been accused of spreading dangerous misinformation, specifically about two episodes, a little bit about some other ones, but specifically about two, one with uh, Dr. Peter McCullough and one with Dr. Robert Malone. Dr. Peter McCullough is a cardiologist, and he is the most published physician in his field in history. Dr. Robert Malone owns nine patents on the creation of mRNA vaccine technology and is at least partially responsible for the creation of the technology that led to mRNA vaccines. Both these people are very highly credentialed, very intelligent, very accomplished people, and they have an opinion that's different from the mainstream narrative. I wanted to hear what their opinion is. I had them on, and because of that, those episodes in particular, uh, they, those episodes were labeled as being dangerous. They had dangerous misinformation in them. 
The problem I have with so the term I'm misinformation. Gonna, I'm going to stop that there. So really, that's really where it goes with that. So it's like you've got these two impossibly qualified people to have conversations about what they were talking about. And you have this other side of the argument that's like those people aren't qualified those people blah 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 blah. then i asked this question on and 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 i'm glad dr team is here because he might be able to answer this because i don't know the answer to this if it even there is an answer when you have something is like this where you have somebody that's obviously well versed in the field somebody that's actually worked with these this M mrna he was there in the developmental stages of this of this process what what research do we know that counters the research that these people are actually doing for them to say that what they are saying, these doctors on his show, are inaccurate? I understand that there's research and, you know, whatever done to create a vaccine to say that this works and, you know, blah, 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 blah. But where is the empirical evidence that says all of that stuff that y'all are talking about doesn't work? So has Pfizer d done any tests to counter any of these claims i mean i don't see any of that research which uh, which which claim specifically are you talking about um i just pick one i guess that monoclonal antibodies are a great treatment for example they were talking about that deeply on one of the episodes of the podcast like this so we we prescribe monoclonal antibodies now for high risk uh, uh patients who um get covid okay now that's the yeah. thing yeah, yeah, but but you have to wait until the research shows that it works. But there, but that's the thing. This is the argument that he's having with people. The research was done by Party B and C, well over a year ago, right? But we'll we'll call Party A and B government and pharmaceutical <clears throat> companies, and B and C are, you know, any professional that operates outside of those two classifications. So they were doing the research. They were doing it over in Israel. They were doing it. They were doing it. So, but parties a and b were saying nah that shit's misinformation just like the lab leak they were like nah that's misinformation and now it's on the cover of newsweek magazine so this is where the the conundrum takes place i think we we have to be specific about what we're saying because it's easy to get um like timelines um mixed up and um if at a time you know you could you can make a prediction yeah, you could make a prediction like, oh, dexamethasone is going to really help treat people, right? Mm. And then six months later, the, 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 the evidence supports that statement. But the problem is you didn't have that evidence six months ago. So you can't then, you know, it's like people who, I, I get really frustrated with people who go, oh, by the way, I, I said this would happen, you know, because at the end of the day, it's a guess. No, right? but not really a guess. This is no, it's, it's a guess. In these clinical trials it, that are going through. And yeah, cl clinical the, trials. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. But I'm just saying the pharmaceutical companies are focused on making the vaccine. That's their primary focus, which makes sense. Focus on fixing or, or, or uh, making the best at what you're doing. Don't, you know, allocate resources and time to something else when something at this important of this importance is needing to be done over here. So some of it might be guesswork, but when there's actual research being done, I don't think that that's really. You, you, 
there's a there's a process that uh, research goes through so it's not instant you don't get the answers instantly and then and then the the research needs to be peer reviewed it needs to go through um you know steps and steps of validation and things like that all of which all of which happened for the vaccines okay and, all of and for these tests just just so you're aware and i know you're not you're not seeing the pod or what these these people are talking about they are peer reviewed studies they absolutely are that's why they were on his pod so I agree I, with you 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the thing is, COVID has shown as well about how a lot of those um, studies, I can't remember the studies that got published and then they got retracted because they realized that the um, science, because scientists are human beings like everyone else, right? There's scientists making up results. There's poor uh, academic practices. They only come to light further down the line. You know, at the end of the day, if you have this, complete maverick who's going against what absolutely everyone else is saying. And you have people who are making whole businesses and whole fucking careers of being the contrarian. Then it's not, it's not tough to see why, you know, some people can have a bit of a funny approach to things. You know what I'm saying? Like you need, it can't just be like, you can never ascribe that much uh, importance to one person's opinion on no matter how decorated they are no matter how many papers this guy's written this that, that, about that doesn't qualify him it wasn't opinion it wasn't opinional this stuff really, yeah, yeah some of the shit he was saying i was like that's bullshit i'm not buying that but again that's just me trying to be as objective as possible and but, i and i agree with you but i mean it when this guy is from U University Medical, right? That's where my mom's a professor at U of M. So I know that that's like top quality shit. He didn't go to like some university that the University of the Pacific or some bullshit like that. You see, I think this is where part of the problem lies. I didn't like that he started that video um, talking about how qualified these people people were because, you know, that's it's that's like part of the smoke and mirrors to sell you this idea that they're, what they're talking about is sense. Just because they've done all this stuff doesn't mean that they, they know what they're talking about in such a fast moving um, situation like COVID. Okay, so let me stop you right there. So then yeah. how do we know that the pharmaceutical companies know what the fuck they're talking about in such a fast moving situation and you're putting a vaccine in your body that's only been out for something that's been out for a hot minute. So what you're saying is in direct contradiction to what most people were doing and that's why so many people are like the anti-vaxxers, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that we should blindly um, uh, trust the pharmaceutical companies. Pharmaceutical companies have shown time and time again that they cannot be trusted. At my practice yeah, that I usually work at, we do not see drug reps. Yeah, Drug reps are banned from coming to see us. We don't believe pharmaceutical companies. We don't look at their fucking um, bullshit um, literature where they tell you about, you know, the side effects and, and the cost savings. We look at the independent scientific boards, you know, um, NICE, the National Institute of Clinical Excellence. Um, here we have, you know, SAGE. And then there, were, there are other groups of people around, like the Zoe, the Zoe trial, or um, in America, you have the CDC. I know you don't trust the CDC either, but, we have these people who are independent of, and yes, 
there is always the possibility that the pharmaceutical companies can corrupt these people. And that's why laws have been put in to stop them from bribing doctors and shit, shit like that. Mm. And there's, there's a system, there's a system in place to try and make sure that there is no conflict of interest. So I'm not saying blindly trust Pfizer or AstraZeneca or whoever the fuck. Like there's a, there's a, there's a bigger system at place that appraises all of this information and then gives it to us. And it's very dangerous. I agree. It's very dangerous for like, for people to, you know, glamorize one person because he's the most published in history. Like, do you know how easy it is to publish a fucking paper? I have published papers in the field of ophthalmology. Do I know anything about fucking ophthalmology apart from what I should know as a fucking GP? Sorry, I'm swearing a lot now. Um, that's my bad. My, my apologies. Oxy's passionate. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm, no, I'm just keeping it real. I'm just keeping it real. So, so. I think yeah. say you're the most or you're the longest or, you know, et cetera. You're trying to build, you're obviously trying to let people know that there's some sort of level of credibility or respect that should exist there. Um, I'm not defending what he's saying, but I mean, if you'd say this guy has won the most Super Bowls of any person that's ever played, immediately you understand what this person's capable of because you've said this person, you don't just go and win a fucking Super Bowl. And I understand what you're saying, well, anybody can publish or whatever, or it's not difficult to publish. But when you're the most published in this particular field, that kind of adds a little more credibility to saying this guy's got 80, 80 publications or, or whatever the number of his is cut in half. I don't know. So maybe yeah. that's why you say it, but. Yeah, it's difficult because I've forgotten the specifics about what these two particular doctors said. One of them, I think, definitely was mad shady. And I saw one video where someone was talking about the history of, of that guy. And um, yeah, I, I, I just don't think that you can put enough trust in, in one person like that. No matter how many, you know, it's never about one person. It's all about systems. That's what a, a democracy is. That's what... That's how that, you know, I feel like to me, that makes sense to approach things in, in that way. And, but you're completely right. I don't think we should uh, stifle discussion at all. And, and ideas should flow, um, you know, back and forth. But I do, see what I think is dangerous is when, because people respond to, we, we know how people are influenced. Yeah. So like you've just said, oh my God, he's got so many papers. And people will mean that that, mean, that, that means that he needs to be listened to. It shouldn't be presented like that. It should be presented as, well, what about this? What about this? This is not what I'm saying the issue is, but have, you, have we thought about this? Have we, you know, like, like that, you know what I'm saying? Everything's presented like that, though. It's like if you're coming out on stage, you're like coming up to the stage, he's in a Grammy Award-winning fucking artist. He's got six. Yes, blah, yes, that, blah, 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 blah. That, that works for showbiz, but it doesn't work for science. And it doesn't work for something as, as crazy as what we went through but with, Joe Rogan with, is with COVID. Is. That's just it, right? That's what he Yeah, does. exactly. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. But, sure. but that's, that's, when, that's when he needs to be... You need to be careful. And like, like my man was talking earlier about Spider-Man, once you have that great, great power, they're, they're, you need to be a little bit more nuanced. I'm happy to hear what Nas said that he, he said. I didn't see... Any of that, I didn't foresee that coming from the little bit of that video that you, you played. I felt like he was sort of just being a bit bullish and ignorant still. But, you know, um, I feel like if, uh, if he's going to, you know, at least, okay, have 
Peter, whoever, or Robert Malone, or whoever, have the people who have that, and then have someone who has had time to research all their outlandish claims. You know what I'm saying? Because you need time to research these things. It's not something you just know off the top of your head. You know what I'm saying? People will always present that as like, oh, that's the reason it's, it's, it's not true because this doctor can't refute it straight away. Well, no, it takes time to go and read these things, really understand them and figure out where this, this idea has come from. And then let them have a back and forth conversation and then let people make their mind up. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, people struggle to make their mind up. That's the problem. So, uh, and, you're, no, and you're right, and you're right, and you're right. And that's where the government's responsibility or society's responsibility needs to come in to make sure that people aren't led down the wrong path. And remember, controversy sells. It's, it's, it's like clickbaits. It's like clickbait. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's it, man. It's, it, it is really complex. It's really messy. And it doesn't, it doesn't feel 100% good. But I, I do think that, 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 that um, well, hopefully we've turned the corner with COVID, right? Hopefully, I feel like we've turned the corner with COVID. Like, you know, it seems to not be as um, severe anymore. Like, whether or not it's, we've, we've gotten immune to it or the vaccines have actually worked and it's not that severe anymore, it sounds like actually people can start moving back into life as it was, you know what I'm saying? I've seen Denmark have dropped drop their, their COVID laws. I've seen here. So hopefully we won't need to worry about this and people can go back to just talking shit and, 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 and it doesn't affect the fellow man in such a you know, dramatic way. But when the whole world shuts down over, over one issue and you need to try and get that issue under control, I can understand why people are starting to get a bit like, oh shit, man, maybe we shouldn't let people um, uh, like color people's brains like this. You know what I mean? My, my articulation is so bad. I'm so sorry, guys. I don't know what's wrong with my English. <laughs> Before the pod, duh. So, um, <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's wild, man. It's hard to, it's hard to really know. Like I always used to say on my other pod, it's like, don't listen to shit I say, go do your own research. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fair point. But the problem with that is, is that people go to the same spots for research. Um, I do a pod in the morning when I have coffee and I go to, and I went to a specific website and immediately I knew where the slant was going to be. I knew where they were going to take the, the, the story just based off of the website because they lean left and they immediately, the, the whoever's writing is going to present it a certain way. So... It can be hard. I mean, and this is where George Soros is coming in, creating his own website where he's like, this is the definitive spot to get information. And that's fucking dangerous, man. That's dangerous because if, well, it's on this site and this means everything, but that site is controlled by someone that has a certain narrative that he wants pushed because he's got more money than anybody. He can get that narrative out there. So it's, I don't know. This is why I get off social media because I just can't. Well, speaking of getting off social media, I mean, that Robert Malone, he got kicked off of Twitter along with Talib Kweli. Yeah, but it's fucking tons of people. Yeah, it's easy to get kicked off Twitter. I mean, that's just it. So it's like if I, I got I was on trying to set this pod up to do on YouTube and I got a strike on here for <laughs> explicit content from like years ago. So I'm like, I'm in the wrong account anyway, because I had to start a new account because of this nonsense. So you got a strike on YouTube. Yeah. 
like a community guideline uh, warning or some shit. I think was we must it? have re-uploaded the uh, yeah. Aaliyah. It must uh, be some porno or something. Was... music video. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that. It was we. I used to do a show with a guy in L.A. and we would do football, talk about football, and I would have girls in bikinis. Just yeah, to... I, I told you, porn in it, porn. Yeah, fucking, if that's porn, man, you're in for a ride when you get your kid. I hope you have a girl. So, um, we're out of time. Go check out Dr. Chima's um, video today, soon too, on YouTube. Um, I would like to run it at the end of this, but I know that the TuneCore people are going to come at me and be like, yo. Um, actually, we can revert back to you and they'll let it run. So, you'll get the revenue from the show. So, um, with his permission after the show, if we can get it up there, we're going to put it up there so you can watch it here. Um, you should go check it out at his YouTube channel because it's his streams that, that matter for the video. Um, promotion? What y'all got? We already know about soon, too. You got anything else? <laughs> we, we can let y'all go and then we can get out of here. Nah, just all about soon, too, at the moment, bro. Just trying to promote that joint. Mr. Wee, what up? Oh, yeah. Well, um, recently checked out this late night spot called Karahiwala. Um, so if you're out, and you and you or if you're still up and you're out around Hammersmith and those sides, they're open till two AM. Done a new video which I'll be releasing tomorrow. So eat that. Nice. And uh yeah, man. You'll know what to eat if you're out late in the West End. I had an app that I was gonna develop years ago. Um I don't wanna say about it on here because somebody steal my idea. It was mm. but it was a like a lot like what you were just saying. You wanna know where to go and ratings who's got the best steak you know that kind of shit anyway um Yo, yeah. can i ask can i ask a question actually mr maybe mr Uwe will be able to help me what's a good filling to put in a bagel um we know about so, bagels i'm from new york you asking this guy about bagels tell me about I, bagels bro i love bagels <laughs> anyway For me, apart, apart from philly okay so Apart from Philadelphia and some salmon slices, salmon mm -hmm. slices, which worked greatly, uh, believe it or not, bagels are my breakfast burgers in the morning. So I'll make a nice omelette with some melted cheese and put that in a bagel. And it's just a real cloud, crowd pleaser. Mm -hmm. That's the job for me. That's Otherwise, you can get some bagel pulled. Bagel. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no, no man. In a bagel. Fuck the egg Fuck McMuffins. Burger they King, are wet. They bagels. They put their big uh, Burger King puts their breakfast in a bagel. You ain't created shit. Don't try and take fucking... I go make that shit. I go make that shit. I was. But, um, I would say pulled, pulled beef would pulled, work great. Brisket. brisket. Yeah, pulled brisket would be amazing on there. Uh, with some pickles. Cut the flavor with some acidity. Mm -hmm. um, and that's probably the top tier bagel for me, really. Oh, you're one. right, actually. You know, the one on um, fucking... On, on, on Brick East? Lane. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, yo, that's that was a sick bagel, wasn't it? With the salt beef. And All right, bagel. so we out of here. Why do you crazy. talk about fucking bagels and shit? <laughs> crazy oh, mustard. Fuck, uh, content kings in this piece, B. So, all right, one last question <laughs> before I let y'all go. You make your bagel at home. Do you put butter on your bagel? Absolutely. No. When do you put it on there? Uh, oh, only when I toast it. Wait, so wait. I'll toast it on the pan. So you'll prior toast to it. eating it. <laughs> you toast it and then you'll put the butter on? No, 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 no. I'll put butter it, toast it, let that butter melt, make that little char hit. 
So the bread, the bread is right out of the bag or whatever. You put butter on it and then you toast it. Yeah. So that butter melts. Okay. Okay. All right. What'd you do? That's that's exactly what I do. So if you didn't do that, (laughs) your fucking butter and bagel technique is fucking faulty. But that's what you do. That's I do that with toast. I always butter the bread first, then toast it. It fucks Such up the conviction. Toaster, but it makes it so much better. Infinitely yeah. better to do it that way. Am I wrong? That sounds like a life hack to me. It is. Oh, it Don't be sharing that, that shit. Way. Uh, it's mm-hmm. way better that way when that butter, after you put it on when it's already toasted, it's not the same. I, I, I have a confession. I hate butter. You, really? There's this stuff called, um, damn. Starts with a V. You can get it at Tesco. It's vegan, uh, avocado type butter or some shit. Oh, you mean olive spread? No, that ain't what it's called, bro. I hate butter. Like ever since I was a kid, like every time I get made a sandwich, I'm like, don't put butter in my sandwich. Fair enough. Well, <laughs> option. Sorry, I gotta. We gotta cut it because I gotta <laughs> go. Um, we're already five minutes over. But um, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe if we put this video up and follow these guys, Mister Uwe or Uwe. Uh, dot eats and um dr chima anya check out his video and we'll catch y'all when we catch y'all thanks for listening thank you thank you been covered for a minute though dick it down when will it go wet i see the vaccine winning though death rates and disease yeah they bring it low Rest in peace to the homies gone In respect, you know we must soldier on One life, gotta give it all your might Cause soon we reunite and we'll soon Soon, soon You know, you know what? I know exactly what's going on with you, yeah? And you know what? It's gonna be okay soon, yeah? That's all you need to know, bro Connected and we'll soon be right. Bro, 
I got a baby on the way Four years of soon feels now like a day If it's a he or she, or it's a day What was meant to be, not for me to say Yeah, I know it's gonna happen I hope it's gonna happen The moment I've been planning And if not, I know it's not a bad thing It'll happen soon, 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 soon Say it's gonna be soon, it's gonna be soon Say it's gonna be cool, it's gonna be cool Say it's gonna be soon, it's gonna be soon Say it's gonna be you it's gonna be soon, it's gonna be soon Say it's gonna be cool, it's gonna be cool Might take a few moves, might not be smooth But it's gonna be soon, it's gonna be soon Say it's gonna be soon, it's gonna be soon Say it's gonna be cool, it's gonna be cool Say it's gonna be soon, it's gonna be soon Say it's gonna be you, it's gonna be you Say it's gonna be soon, it's gonna be soon Say it's gonna be cool, it's gonna be cool Might take a few moves, might not be smooth But it's gonna be soon it's gonna be soon